Adrenal fatigue can look very different in different people. In some people, it might appear quite mild and have a specific set of symptoms. In others, the symptoms may be very different and quite severe. This is partly due to individual differences, but it's also because there are different stages of adrenal fatigue. Welcome to the Dr. Lam Show, where we educate about integrative medicine. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam, and I focus on chronic disease prevention as well as preventative medicine. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, and as a doctor, I am practicing family medicine, but also really am into holistic solutions that will work in tandem with conventional medical approaches. And we are both very well versed in adrenal fatigue because our father, Dr. Michael Lam, has written a 500 page textbook on adrenal fatigue as he himself has gone through it as a sufferer first. And, and together as a team, we've helped, you know, lots of people try to recover from it. So today we're going to talk about the stages of adrenal fatigue. And if you find this information useful or want to know more about adrenal fatigue, please share this show with your friends and family and hit the button to give us a five-star review. So Dr. Jeremy, tell us about the first stage of adrenal fatigue. Well, the first stage is, you know, the fight or flight response. And most people go into this stage every day of their lives. They are having regular stress and they're going to be putting out cortisol with little amounts of epinephrine and norepinephrine. And so stage one is called the alarm reaction, where our body receives stress signals from our eyes, from our ears, our nose. We hear loud voices, we see violence, we smell problems, and those go into our brain and then get converted into a chemical signal. And those chemical signals specifically lead us to release neurotransmitters and hormones, specifically norepinephrine and epinephrine. And those lead us to respond physiologically. And so in the first stage, you know, the, this response of the norepinephrine and epinephrine is being activated. So that's why it's called the alarm reaction. And so the body's response to stress is by releasing these hormones and these neurotransmitters uh, to be able to fight off stress. So for like Dr. Carey, what does norepinephrine do? Right, so norepinephrine comes from the brain and actually causes alertness. And it, it tells your brain, okay, an enemy is now approaching me or it helps your, you study harder for tomorrow's test. It's also gonna make your heart start pounding faster so you might have a faster heart rate and it makes you more in tuned to your environment. Okay, um, they are, it's very similar to even what street drugs like amphetamines as they mimic these neurotransmitters and the alarm reaction. And, and most people do go through the, this alarm reaction without having any problems, the first stage of adrenal fatigue. They might feel a little tired in the morning, they, they need a cup of coffee. And so they, they drink the coffee and then go throughout their day and there's no problems, right? Um, the adrenals then with the norepinephrine try to balance it out by putting out more cortisol to suppress it as a cushioning mechanism. It's like a car starting to go on overdrive, then the body puts on this braking mechanism to soften the landing. And so 
These are the alarm reactions that you can happen when you get yelled at by your boss or you work overtime or you're studying overnighters and then your body just gets really tired. So um, then you eat a donut or like I said, you, you drink that coffee or you take a nap for a pick me up. So that's how you can go from stage one onwards. If day in and day out, you start having chronic stress and biochemically, we look at the stress response as neuroendometabolic stress response, which consists of six circuits and 12 organ systems in your body, where they all work together biochemically to put out, put out fires that are happening in your body, as you don't know which one's gonna come out, but it could be this organ, it could be this organ. And so um, just one at a time, you it happens and then you put it out. Okay, so Dr. Jeremy, give us an example of um, one of the circuits that can go off. Right, so if your bioenergetic circuit is already off, you know, your pancreas may be trying to secrete more insulin. Your cortisol put is starting to rise in the adrenal system. Uh, sometimes the ovarian system may also uh, start to put out more estrogen if you're having more PMS symptoms. And so, you know, the important thing to understand is that stage one, the body is like a rubber band that's being stretched. And because it's pretty strong, it has the ability to rebound. So, you know, uh, you often say, oh, I'm just a little off today. Let me rest for a couple hours. Let me just take a nap and your body's able to bounce back. Uh, and so that's the alarm reaction and the fight or flight response in stage one. So now let's take a look at stage two. And stage two is when your body hits some resistance and when the body rings the alarm bell. And so this is often really uh, shown by some physiologic symptoms that the body's whispering for you to take action. And this is what is defined in this stage. Now the symptoms start to come up and they kind of become more prevalent and they won't go away, such as in stage one. And so some people feel more tired, especially towards the end of the day. They go through their work day, their whole day, and then they just crash in bed. They might start to feel a little more hungry more than normal. And their hormonal symptoms are popping up left and right, not only during their periods, but throughout the month. And so, you know, Dr. Carey, what happens when they go see their doctor with all these symptoms? Right. They go see their doctor for the first time, maybe because they feel a little more off than normal. They need to drink more coffee and the coffee stops working. They start building tolerance. The doctor can order a bunch of tests to work them up, you know, make sure, hey, um, what, what is going on? Is it a sleep problem? Is it depression? Is it fatigue? You know, they order lab tests, but normally everybody comes back normal. Okay. Within the normal range and just tell them go home, stress a little less, sleep a little better. And, but what people find is then their sleep actually gets a little more affected and they have a harder time falling asleep. They could start waking up in the middle of the night and their exercise capacity becomes a little reduced. So this is the, the resistance that your body is starting to, to put up. Okay. Um, and stage two can go on for years and, or it could be even very acutely. Some people just have it after a surgery or let's say an accident, uh, a car accident, and your body gets so worked up that it goes into stage two. And that kind of differentiates because your body is still able to be functional. Most people are still able to work uh, and push through uh, 
as they just kind of ignore their symptoms, okay? Because they feel like, hey, actually there's nothing wrong with me, even though they do feel these symptoms. And so make sure if you're having any of these symptoms to take a step back and don't just push through. Your body is telling you these symptoms for a reason. As you go through the stages, you'll see uh, what adrenal fatigue is and how your body's warning signs and whispers are getting stronger and stronger. And if you keep pushing through it, you can get punished down the line, okay? So if you have questions about it and you're going through these stages, just know that you're not alone. There's lots of people that are just like you that have gone through the same thing and we've helped many of them. So if you have any questions at all, you can call our office at 714-709-8000 for a free phone call and we can actually help you figure out what is the underlying problem, fix what you don't know, help you listen to those symptoms that keep popping up. Okay. So uh, Dr. Jeremy, can you tell us what are some common mistakes that people uh, make in stage two as they go into stage three? Well, in stage two, again, you know, uh, your body is whispering those symptoms out to you. But oftentimes we mask those symptoms with drinking more coffee. You know, if we do work out, it becomes more straining and you start to have some slumps for a few hours after exercise. And so in stage two, it can take uh, years uh, to really go on before you proceed to stage three. And stage two, again, is your body still able to get up, you're able to work, you're able to be functional. And that differentiates from stage three people where their adrenals are more exhausted. And uh, when they are more exhausted, really, you know, you feel like your body is punishing you and you don't have an answer for what is going on. And so that's the key for uh, stage three. Um, at this point, some people might also start looking for supplements. And sometimes that's a very common mistake. Um, just like you're trying to get a quick fix with the caffeine, you might be taking hormones or glandulars or herbs that kind of stimulate you. And you might feel good for a short amount of time. But over time, as you continue to use these artificial glandulars or herbs or uh, adaptogens to try to stimulate your adrenals for more energy. It's like whipping a horse that it's tired already. Instead of nurturing the horse back to health, you are actually making it worse. You're making your adrenals work harder. And so after a few months of energy being improved, you gradually deteriorate and you get into stage three. So uh, Dr. Jeremy, let's talk about stage three. So stage three is adrenal exhaustion. And what are you going to feel here? Well, a lot of people feel chronic fatigue, but this is also when the body starts to break down its muscles. So some people actually go into catabolic states where they feel weak, their muscles get weak. In addition to all of that, their bioenergetic symptoms also come up where they find that they have to eat every two to three hours because they feel that their blood sugars are low. Their hormones are also off and that's when the fatigue starts to set in. The neuroaffect circuit also goes haywire with mood instability, irritability, depression, and anxiousness. 
In addition, their detox circuit pathways are also congested. So you're going to feel a buildup of metabolites and toxins and potentially feeling brain fog. So it seems like um, everything just is going uh, haywire in the whole neuroendometabolic stress response, right? The six circuits, the 12 systems, uh, every circuit is being affected in different people and maybe not all at once. That's right. And those symptoms can also move from mild to moderate to severe. And when it's severe, it becomes a medical problem. When it's mild, right, you can still overcome it. So you have to be uh, very careful to be able to understand these symptoms, to be able to put the picture together, just like, you know, sleeplessness in stage one and two and the early part of stage three. It can just be occasional where you have problems sleeping. But when insomnia becomes chronic, such as in the later phases of stage three, then you get these uh, very classical symptoms with uh, that are telling your body and screaming out, giving us these warning signs. But it's quite unfortunate because you know these we go through to these uh, doctors. You tell doctors, and your lab tests come back normal your diagnostic tests come back normal. And that's when you become even more frustrated. Yeah, so like diagnostics that can come back abnormal sometimes is the thyroid tests where your thyroid starts to slow down a little because just overall, as your body is stressed, it's going to tell your body, hey, I need to conserve my own energy. And therefore it slows down. Some of your thyroid numbers may come out a little, uh, a little abnormal. Okay. But is that really truly an underlying thyroid problem? And uh, your doctor puts you on thyroid, you might feel better for a few months. And then somehow you feel like your symptoms all come back again, fatigue, hair loss, weight gain, and it's not getting better despite increasing and increasing your thyroid medication. And so that's very classic, or sometimes your hormones are a little off people, uh, doctors might put you on more hormone replacement therapy, but these are all trying to stimulate your adrenals to put out more cortisol to deal with the stress to deal with the thyroid. And instead of making it better, it actually makes the exhaustion worse over time. So adrenal exhaustion is your body's loud and clear voice for you to take action. And you should not go and self-navigate. If you've been doing so already, make sure you seek professional help. Because if you don't know how to listen to your body's um, whispers, and you don't know how to deal with it, you don't know what dose, what delivery, what to uh, how much to exercise, how much, what to eat, you can actually overstimulate your adrenals and you can make it worse. And so it is always very important to find someone who knows what they're doing, especially if you're already in adrenal exhaustion, which is stage three. Okay. Uh, uh, Dr. Jeremy, tell us if your body, do you think the body has a chance of healing by the time it gets to stage three? Uh, well, your body definitely has its uh, way of healing. Your body has many different mechanisms and you just have to have the proper nutrition and lifestyle be able to be able to help the body recover. The body has its built-in mechanisms to be able to heal itself. You just have to give it a chance. And if you don't give it a chance or you don't know what you're doing, then you can actually make things worse. 
So, you know, it's very important, again, to be able to listen to what your body is telling you and use the built-in mechanisms to help your body recover. Now, all, all everything that we've described in adrenal uh, exhaustion is fairly serious, and those symptoms start to feel pretty serious if you're in stage three or approaching it. So adrenal fatigue recovery can be very difficult or complicated, particularly if you can't find a doctor who understands it and knows what is going on in your body. So if you're in this stage, give us a call and talk to our team at 714-709-8000. And now we're up to stage four of adrenal fatigue, and that's where things get serious and sometimes even life-threatening. And we've dealt with a lot of people in stage four and we're able to get them out of that. But, you know, what is stage four, Dr. Carey? Right, stage four is adrenal failure, okay? Imagine your body is like a rubber band, okay? At stage one, it's able to stretch and it bounces back. At stage two, it stretches and bounces a little less. And then stage three, you're really stretching it, okay? You're really stretching it and it's a little more intense. Um, and with time, hopefully it would be able to come back, but sometimes it doesn't. If you stretch it even more, you can break it, right? And that's where stage four comes in, where your, your adrenals really, they just fail, okay? Uh, you are unable to produce the uh, hormones that you need to, and it's very, very severe. For example, you can go into a catabolic state where you continue to lose your muscle mass, electrolytes become imbalanced, your blood pressure is low, then high, then low, you know, very volatile, your sugars become very poorly imbalanced, having to eat every two hours in order to keep your muscle mass. Sleep is so severely disrupted that you cannot get good rest. Um, some also have postural symptoms where your heart rate can just get triggered by any little thing uh, going fast and pounding or um, arrhythmias or things like that. Clinically, this could look like some form of an Addisonian crisis, Addison's disease, where your, your body really starts to get to the point where it's crying out for help. It doesn't know what to do. It's in its last drive. And your neuroendometabolic stress response is super dysregulated in all its systems. And so this is definitely a medical situation where you have to go see your doctor and do anything that they can do, whether it's balancing your, you know, uh, uh, electrolytes, making sure that you have a reset, making sure your blood pressure is good. Some, some also will find themselves in the hospital needing IVs, needing hormones, needing steroids. And the endocrinologist puts them on steroids to try to stabilize the body as this has become so severe. Okay. Good news is that this happens to very few people. So Dr. Jeremy, tell us what happens when, also when people start to go see a doctor for help or they end up in the hospital. Well, this is where people are kind of caught in the no man's land, right? Despite extensive workup, heroic measures, things don't necessarily work well. Uh, and they become very depressed and very, and lose hope because, you know, from a medical standpoint, um, nothing can be done. And so by this point, most people are homebound, they're couch bound, sometimes they need ambulatory help. And uh, sometimes again, through intensive outpatient or hospital uh, therapies. And this is the stage four of adrenal fatigue, which is adrenal failure. So if you think you're in the stage, 
you have to make sure that you get medical help right away uh, to really uh, stabilize your body and hopefully get your body back into at least stage three where things can be handled at a proper pace. And so that's all we have for today on the stages of adrenal fatigue. We've hoped that you found this information useful and it helps you understand your body and what's happening to it. Knowledge is often so powerful. And with this knowledge, we hope that you can turn your fear into empowerment and start taking control of your condition. Thanks for listening. And if you found this show helpful, please like the show and subscribe to our channel so we can keep sharing content with you. See you next time. And remember that we're always here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.